I just uh, thank God for the opportunity just to be, able, be a humble servant and be a, a willing vessel. Um, I feel the Lord gave me this word, and I know it's, it's helped me, helped encourage me, strengthen me. So I just pray as I minister this word that the, uh, the Lord will strengthen you all as well. But first, let's just uh, pray into this word. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this word that you're going to deliver, Father God. I thank you, Lord, just for the opportunity just to be a vessel, Lord Jesus, to let your your words flow through the tip of my tongue into the hearts of your people, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Father God, that we just come with a ready heart, open heart, to receive your word, Lord Jesus. Let it minister to us, Lord Jesus. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, just for this time of worship, Lord Jesus, as you continue to speak into us, Lord Jesus, as we worship you, Father God. So I just pray, Lord, that your word will be delivered and received, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So I want to start out, as we were worshiping, you know, I was just asking the Lord, I'm like, Lord, I just want everything to be of you. I'm like, I don't want anything to be be of me or anything. So as I was praying, leading up to what our word is going to be today, the Lord prompted my heart and said, Greg, some people are walking in shame today. Some people are walking in defeat. But I want to encourage you guys, you guys don't have to walk in that. You know, when when Adam and Eve, again, as Pastor Railway says, always goes back to Genesis, when Adam and Eve was in the garden and Eve was tempted and fell into the temptation of doubt, she took that bite of the apple. And then Adam there with her fell and gave into the temptation of just being the passive man. So I just, and then the, the defeat part, so that's the shame, because what happened? They were walking around after that sin, they clothed themselves, they were ashamed. But then we see also some were walking in defeat, where, you know, King Saul's army, they were walking in defeat, they were afraid of Goliath, they were afraid of Philistine's army, so they stayed back in defeat. But you guys don't have to be in that defeat, you guys don't have to walk in that you know, the Lord wants to equip you, strengthen you like he did David to walk in victory. So that's what I want to talk about this morning. Uh, so the message is God is my strength when tempted. So I'm going to just continue where uh, kind of the same scripture that Pastor Rose has been ministering on, uh, Luke eleven four. You know, so the second part, and lead us not into temptation. So Jesus is teaching, lead, lead us not into temptation. And I, I'm looking at that, I'm like, what do you mean? Jesus isn't going to lead us into temptation. I'm like, that makes no sense. So then I, that, made, that challenged me to look into a little bit more. And I think the, uh, the Passion Translation says, let us not yield to temptation. So when you come to the, the yield sign, you slow down. You look, but we need to not slow down to the temptation. So again, let us yield not to temptation. 
But um, in the Lord's model prayer, and out of Matthew 6, 9-13, Jesus says, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The inclusion of a request for God not to lead us in temptation teaches us that avoiding temptation should be one of the primary concerns of our life. So that got me thinking, man, I was talking to Pastor Rowe, Mike, you know, temptation is anything. So it's like, what is temptation? So temptation, as I looked into it, is a desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. A thing or course of action that attracts or tempts someone. And then the word temptation can also refer to trials. If the word, if the temptation in the Lord's Prayer refers to trials, the meaning in Matthew 6.13 is do not afflict or try us. It is not wrong to pray that we may be delivered from trials and suffering as long as we submit ourselves to the will of God, no matter what that is. The believer can rightly ask to be delivered from testing as well as for the strength to endure when, it, when and if it comes. So, so temptation, I mean, it's, it's real. And we face it every day, no matter what it is. This could be the, the temptation of just being a passive husband, someone with anger. Again, temptation, the temptation itself is not a sin. So I want to make sure we understand that. Being tempted is not the sin. It's when we give in to it. But um, I want to take a look at the, the model of our shepherd, Jesus Christ, out of Luke 4, 1 through 13. So I'm talking about when Jesus is tempted in the wilderness. So I'm just, just going to read those uh, scriptures, then I'm going to break it down on what the Lord spoke to me a little bit. So Jesus of the Holy Spirit left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him In an instant, all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all the authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be all yours. Again, Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to test. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. So when I was reading this, you know, several things stood out to me. The first thing that we see right there in a... Verse 1, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. He was already full of the Holy Spirit. But then he was led into the wilderness where he was tempted for 40 days. We only read here about three things that he was tempted by. But he was tempted all 40 days. 
So I can't imagine being tempted. You know, again, hunger was set in, so he was tempted with food, prosperity, and then to tempt God. I mean, I remember when last year, Ro and I was doing SoulCon, and that's, you know, eating healthy, no carbs after three, and where Christine's driving, it's dinner time, she pulls right into McDonald's. She's like, like, no. I'm like, I can't eat this. I'm like, it's carbs and this and that. But it's just that temptation. It's like, man, that, you know, McDouble sounds pretty good right now, but I got to resist. So, but another thing that I see is Jesus was led to three different places, the wilderness, the mountaintop, and also on top of the temple. So that's just a warn us and also give us insight that the enemy is going to tempt us in different places, different circumstances, so we got to be on guard. So we see Jesus on the, the mountaintop now where he was tempted with prosperity. You know, so again, going back to my life, because it's the easiest to, to relate, is I recall times where I was looking for a job, and you speak to a recruiter. And, you know, their job is just to get you in the door, get you the interview. And that recruiter's like, oh, man, you know, you can make this amount of money. You know, this is all available to you. And then you come down and you ask the hard questions like, well, what's the base? Like, I got a family. I got to support. I can't, you know, just take a chance because you say I can make this amount. Well, the base is only X amount. No. Again, the enemy is going to try to tempt us with what sounds good, but we got to look at it for what it is. Now we see Jesus at the, the highest point of the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus was tempted to jump off. He was tempted to test God's power. So, you, I mean, you hear the stories about the, the holy Pentecostal with the rattle, with the snakes and everything like that, tempting God. But, you know, the Lord, as Jesus said, we are not to tempt or test God. So we, what we see in all three uh, situations is, was Jesus was at a different location, but he resisted temptation by pulling strength from his heavenly father by reciting scripture. So if it worked for him, it can and will work for us. And because Jesus was fully human, he is able to identify with our struggles. You know, so he went through the same struggles we went through, and he will give the exact help when we need it for overcoming the temptation. He sends the helper, the helper, the Holy Spirit. So what brought this message about was a few weeks ago we were sitting in here in a men's Bible study and us guys were just being raw and open and we came to realize, you know, something that, that we are stronger than our temptations. So, so with this, I just want you guys to repeat after me because this is, is good and it's going to be you know, this has kept me going since, since the Lord laid this on my heart. This kept me going. So I'll just repeat after me. I am stronger than my temptations through Christ. And through Christ, I am stronger than my temptations. So how do we get stronger than our temptation? Well, I believe the uh, Lord has given me some insight on that. So I want to share that with you. So the first thing we need to do is identify. So we need to identify the devil and what we are being tempted by. The Holy Spirit will bring awareness to us. You know, 
out of James 1.14, temptation comes from our own desires, which entices us and drags us away. So the temptation doesn't come, per se, from the enemy. It comes from our own desire, what we want. So, you know, I remember, and I think I shared this before, where, where we wanted a, um, back in, I think, 2014, you know, it's like, man, I want a new car. So we, Christy and I got a new car. And, you know, we, we fell into temptation where the other vehicle was almost paid off. It was still running great. But we gave in to the temptation of trying to keep up with the Joneses. And then a year later, we paid for that price when we had to turn in one vehicle and yada, yada. But, you know, so the temptation is real. And we, we identified it, but we still gave in to it uh, because we weren't praying into it. So Satan hides in the shadows. We see in First Peter 5a that, you know, he's like a lion seeking those who he can devour. You know, so when you're being tempted, what, what tip, typically happens when we're being tempted? We start to feel shame. Like, man, I'm being tempted. And then when we give into that temptation and it becomes invested in, into sin, we become to a place where we... Solid, we, we put ourselves in a solitude. We exclude ourselves from other people. So sin will lead to shame that leads to solitude. But Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, can set us free. And that's what he wants to do. So just like um, how the enemy is like a lion seeking those who you devour, when we're weak, because we haven't been in the Word of God, we haven't been praying, we haven't been in fellowship, we're like that last gazelle running through the... Uh, the uh, planes and the enemies coming after us, trying to trying to attack us. But the, the next thing he says, so the, the gazelle at that point identifies, like, man, there's a lion coming after me. What am I going to do? So the next thing is we need to flee. So First Corinthians ten thirteen talks about um, when you come face to face with temptation, the Holy Spirit will bring conviction. Uh, so we need to look for the way out. We need to look for the way of escape because the Lord will provide a way of escape. But, again, we have to look for that. I think sometimes we get into the place where that temptation feels good, and we don't want to look for that escape. But the Lord provides a way of escape. So once we identify we need to flee, so we need to, you know, run as fast as we can. Just like the gazelle, when they see that lion coming after them, that gazelle is taking off as fast as, as he can. So the next thing, so after, you know, we identify, we flee, we need to resist. Resist with the word of truth. So Hebrews 4.12, out of the New Living uh, Translation, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes the innermost thoughts and desires. So, and then also in Ephesians 6, 17, 18, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert. Be persistent in your prayers for all believers. So, again, so we need to resist with the Word of God. So the Lord given us a sword, but if we don't know how to use it, how can we fight the enemy? So part of that resist, we got to train ourselves too. We got to be in that Word. We got to be reading we got to be meditating upon his word day and night because, you know, if, if um, you, you know, if someone that wants to hunt, they're, they're not going to come natural with shooting a gun. You know, someone that likes to take up golf like me, 
It doesn't come natural. And I got that softball swing, so I look down, the ball's still there every time. But um, it takes practice. So just like the word, the sword of the word of the truth, we got to pick it up. We got to meditate on this word. So why it can be helpful to read God's word when you're being tempted, sometimes it's not practical because you don't have the word on you when you're being tempted typically. You know, you're in a place you probably shouldn't be when you're being tempted because, again, you yielded to that temptation. So what we have to do is we got to practice reading the Bible every day so that eventually you have so much of it on the inside that you are ready whenever temptation strikes. So if we are in the Bible regularly, we will have the full counsel of God at our disposal. You will, you will start to have the mind of Christ when temptation comes knocking on the door. You'll have, all you have to do is draw your weapon, aim, and fire. So the enemy, get, get behind me. For I am stronger than this temptation through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we see throughout the life of Jesus, he lives a life of example. Again, as I mentioned earlier, he's our shepherd. He leads, and we are the sheep, and we need to follow the leading and examples of Jesus Christ. So, so the next point is we need to grow in strength. So I'm going to kind of go over those again. So we first identify the temptation. We flee from it. We resist with the word of truth, and then we grow in strength. So, Greg, how do I grow? You know, praising God takes our focus on us and puts it on God. So you are not strong enough to resist the temptation on your own. So I'm going to repeat that. You are not strong enough to resist the temptation on your own. God gives you the strength to resist and walk away. So, again, I say repeat after me. I am stronger than my temptation through Christ. And through Christ, I am stronger than my temptations. So, strength, I think it's important because the Bible mentioned it 240 times. Just the word strength, not including strengthen or any stronger, just strength is mentioned about 240 times. So I think we need to remember that our strength comes from God or it wouldn't be mentioned so many times. So strength is what we need to draw on. And the Lord is leading me to to pray again because, like I mentioned earlier, I think we're walking in shame and walking in defeat. But I want to read some scriptures about pulling strength from God. And then I just feel that we just need to pray, you know, Come against the uh, the shame, come against the defeat, and then be encouraged where where our strength comes from. So again, I'm just going to read some scriptures. So he gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and the weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you. 
for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. The Lord is their strength, and he is a saving defense to his anointed. The Lord is my strength, my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart exalts. But Jesus looked at him and said to them, With men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Going against temptation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Seek the Lord and his strength and his face forevermore. Finally, my brothers, sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So the Lord has equipped us with the sword. We've got to train ourselves. We've got to be held accountable. Greg, are you reading? Are you, you know, training? Are you using that sword? So we've got to be, be open to the strength. We've got to be open when we're being tempted. Guys, you know, I need help. You know, so... Again, some of the things that, you know, from the, the normal, I wanted to quickly just think about was what is some temptations? So it's like, okay, anger, you know, because, again, we are we know the big ones, so there's no point even mentioning that. Anger, being a passive person, you know, we don't want, need to be passive. We need to lead. Uh, food. Well, there's some other stuff out there, but, you know, these are some of the temptations, again, of course, you know, the drugs, the alcohol, the lust. But I want us to think deeper how the enemy can get into our minds and tempt us. So money, again, I've mentioned that earlier. Laziness. You know, I was tempted this week to be, be the lazy husband. The wife was gone. She was on the mission trip. It's like, man, this is just a bachelor pad, me and the boys. But it's like, I can't be lazy. I can't have my wife come home after serving admissions to a messy home. So I had to, you know, pull up, get up, off the couch. It's like, all right, boys, let's clean the house. But again, the temptation is real. You know, just um, just taking it easy. But I want us to realize that, again, we can draw our strength from the Lord as we went over those scriptures. So before I get into the altar call, again, with conviction in your heart, I want you guys to repeat after me. I am stronger than my temptations through Christ. And through Christ, I am stronger than my temptations. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are our strength that you are our helper, and that you send the Holy Spirit to convict us, to help us identify the enemy when we're being tempted. Father God, you give us the strength to flee from the enemy. You, you know, you, you give us the, uh, the, the, the speed to flee, to run, 
But Lord Jesus, you also give us our weapon, your word. So Lord, I pray that you just equip us, Father God. Train us, Father God, how to use your word. Help us, Lord Jesus, to get into your word, to sharpen our our skills, Lord Jesus, because we know the enemy is coming after us. We know the enemy is real. He wants to seek and devour us. But Father God, we believe and know, Lord Jesus, that, that through you we are stronger. And Lord Jesus, just help us to grow in that strength. Help us to uh, be bold when we walk, Lord Jesus. Father God, you've given us something that the enemy can't take away. That's the strength, Lord Jesus. So I pray, Lord Jesus, for our congregation, Lord Jesus. I just felt throughout worship, Lord Jesus, that there's some of us that are just walking in shame. Maybe they, they fell into temptation and gave into that yesterday. Maybe they, they feel defeated. But Lord Jesus... You're the God who forgives. You're the God who loves. All we have to do is ask for forgiveness, Lord Jesus. And from there, you will send the helper to help us overcome the temptations where next time the enemy comes, the temptation is not going to be as strong because, Father God, we've been in your word. We've been fighting the enemy. But, Lord Jesus, we see that through your word that you, Jesus, yourself was tempted for 40 days. You were tempted in different places, different situations. So, Father God, we know that the enemy is trying to destroy us. So, Lord, I just lift up the men in this church, Father God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that the men will lead their families, Lord Jesus, that the men, Father God, will not give into a spirit of just letting their wives lead or letting their children lead. But, Father God, that us men will take that stronghold and say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Lord, I just pray, Father God, for our teens, Lord Jesus. Lord, I can't imagine everything that, that they have in their hands, Lord Jesus, the temptations that they're facing every day. So, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you just equip them, Lord Jesus, that you would help them to realize that their strength is in you, that their strength is in the word. Help them to pick up that sword. Help them to learn how to use that sword accordingly, Lord Jesus. But I just pray, Lord, I I just feel so strongly that, that someone's walking in shame and they just need to let that shame go. Lord, you're you're right here waiting. You know you're 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 giving them the victory, just like you gave David the victory against Goliath. All David had to do was call upon you, and you gave him that strength to defeat Goliath. He did not fall into the temptation of fear. He did not fall into the temptation of cowardness, Lord Jesus. But Lord, he stood his ground. He picked up that weapon and called upon your word, Lord Jesus. Called upon your name. So, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, if there is someone here today, Lord Jesus, that is facing shame because of what they've done, Lord Jesus, let them know that all they have to do is call on you, and you will give them strength. You will forgive them, Lord Jesus. And, Lord, we are not walking around in defeat, but, Lord, you are a victor. We are walking in victory. So, Lord, I pray if someone's walking in defeat, that, Lord Jesus, that they will just come up here and pray and receive victory. Oh, Lord Jesus, we need your victory. Lord, we can't be walking in defeat. We can't be walking in shame. Lord Jesus, I just pray, Father God, that you just equipped us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord. Shame has got to fall off. Bitterness has got to fall off. Laziness has got to fall off. Being passive has got to go. But Lord Jesus, you're calling our congregation to lead, to to mentor, to disciple to speak life into people. But Lord, we need your strength to do that because the enemy is going to try to put doubt in our mind that, that we don't have a voice, doubt in our mind that we're not good enough to, to speak life into other people. But Lord, 
you've already spoken those words over everyone, that they are precious and that they are ready to be used. But Lord, just help us walk in that victory. Help us to see the gift that you've given each and every one of us, Lord Jesus, and not fall into the temptation that we can't be used. Because Lord, you have a mission filled for each and every one of us, Lord Jesus. So Lord, I just thank you and I just open up this altar call for those who want to receive prayer. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you.